0: In the last episode of this series, we talked about deciding what you really want. If you've done any of the work to figure that out, I'm sure it's brought up a lot of emotions for you. Maybe you're feeling stuck or overwhelmed, or you're facing some fear. In this episode, we're focusing on two crucial aspects of well being emotional self care and caring for your central nervous system. Emotional self-care is not just about feeling good. It's about acknowledging, understanding, and responding to your emotions. And central nervous system activities are important because as you experience your emotions, you'll activate your central nervous system. And it's important to take care of it. You're listening to Changes Big and Small with Damian President. Changes Big and Small will help you take action in your life with intention and purpose. In each episode, I invite you to take action to live the life that you want. Today, we'll delve into the transformative practice of RAIN, which I've talked about before in multiple episodes of this podcast. We'll also go through a few activities that you can do to support your central nervous system so that you can be with yourself and embrace any intensity that comes up. Together, we learn to experience our emotional world, empowering ourselves to lead more purposeful and fulfilling lives. So let's start with RAIN. RAIN is an acronym that stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. It's a mindfulness tool that offers a way to compassionately engage and navigate your emotions. I learned about it by listening to a podcast by Tara Brack and I have found it to be transformative in the way I experience life. I'm sharing it again here because I think it has the potential to help each of you who is listening. So let's go through the steps. Recognize this is the first step. It's acknowledging what you're feeling. It's about giving your emotions a name. Is it anxiety? sadness, joy, excitement. Recognizing our emotions is the foundation of emotional self-care. It allows us to see our feelings clearly, without judgment. This part is important, without judgment. Next, allow. Allowing means letting emotions be there without trying to push them away or manage them. It's about letting yourself feel whatever you're feeling. Maybe even embracing that feeling. You might want to get curious about the emotion to really experience it in your body. This step is crucial in accepting our emotional state as it is. Third, investigate. We want to investigate with kindness and curiosity, exploring what's beneath the emotion. What thoughts or memories are associated with this feeling for you? The goal here is to understand the why behind your emotions. And then we get to nurture. This is the opportunity for you to offer yourself some comfort and compassion. This could be a soothing touch, some kind words, or just sitting with the feeling. And it's really about giving yourself the care that you need. By practicing RAIN, we can develop a deeper, more compassionate relationship with our emotions. So as you navigate your emotional landscape with RAIN, you will not only get to understand your feelings better, but also develop greater emotional intelligence and empathy, both for yourself and for others. Now, as you explore your emotional landscape, it's equally important to understand the role of your central nervous system. Your central nervous system is intricately linked to how you experience and process emotions. When intense emotions arise, they can activate the central nervous system, potentially leading to stress or anxiety. So it's very important to support your central nervous system to maintain your emotional balance and your overall well-being. So really, central nervous system... Support is important because your central nervous system is what regulates your response. It helps regulate your body's response to emotions, impacting your heart rate, your breathing, and muscle tension. Central nervous system support can also help you enhance your resilience. A well-supported central nervous system improves your ability to handle emotional stress and to bounce back more quickly. And the third thing that supporting your central nervous system accomplishes, is promotion of calmness. By supporting the central nervous system, you can feel a greater sense of calmness and stability when you're experiencing intense emotions or some sort of emotional upheaval. So I want to go through five practices that you can use to support your central nervous system. First is deep breathing. This comes up again and again when we talk about being present in life and about building the life that you want. Deep breathing is the simplest, most effective technique for activating your parasympathetic system. And the parasympathetic system is what helps calm your body. So you can try slow, controlled breaths. Inhaling for a count of four, holding for four, exhaling for four, holding for four. And that is called box breathing. Or anytime you're doing a longer out-breath than in-breath, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system. The second thing that you could try is progressive muscle relaxation. And that could be as simple as just like tensing your shoulders and releasing them and then moving to another part of your body. So you want to go through the different parts of your body, different muscle groups in your body and successively tense them. And release them. This is a great way to release physical tension and you're gonna know best where you actually hold your physical tension. Is it in your shoulders? Is it in your back? In your uh, temples? Where is the place where you need to give yourself an opportunity to tense and then relax? That is an expression of releasing your emotional stress as well. The third option is mindful movement if you enjoy yoga or tai chi that can be very helpful for soothing your nervous your central nervous system they combine gentle movement with breath control and mindfulness and these promote a sense of relaxation number four is nature exposure you might heard of the japanese habit of forest bathing or maybe you just like to spend time in your garden or going for a walk in the park All of these can have a calming effect on the central nervous system. Natural settings help reduce stress hormones and promote a sense of peace. You might wanna try humming or singing. These activities stimulate the vagus nerve and this plays a key role in the parasympathetic nervous system, which is promoting relaxation and reducing stress. There are many of these you could try, but the last one I'm going to talk about or share with you is having a warm bath or shower. Warm water can be very soothing to the central nervous system, helping to relax your muscles and ease tension in the body. By incorporating these practices into your routine, especially during times of intense emotions, you can help ensure that your central nervous system is supported, aiding in your emotional resilience and in your physiological balance. So now I've just touched on the idea of feeling your emotions and for some of you that is going to be hard. Many of us have the habit of resisting our emotions or putting them on hold because we think we're too busy. So sitting with your feelings, welcoming them, those might be new to you and a common challenge that comes up is the feeling of emotional overwhelm. This can happen when your feelings become so intense that they seem to take over and then you find it hard for you to think clearly or to act in a way that's calm. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, your central nervous system activities are very important. This is a very good time for you to do some things to support your central nervous system. The easiest one might just be to pause and take a few deep breaths because you can do that anywhere. This simple act can help to slow down your racing thoughts and bring your focus back to the present moment. You might want to try RAIN. And maybe you could start with less intense emotions first before trying ones where you feel overwhelmed. But you might also notice that applying RAIN to one intense emotion helps you access it in a different way. Many people actually find that naming their emotions can help to diminish its intensity. So even if you're not able to go through all of RAIN for some of your intense emotions, it's worth kind of engaging with RAIN, trying it out, and seeing as far as you can go. And then take a break and take care of yourself. Nurture is a very important part of this process. You might find that resisting an emotion or trying to manage it actually causes you more overwhelm than applying RAIN. So play with it and see what supports you. Perhaps when you're overwhelmed, what helps you is investigation. You could ask yourself, what's triggering this emotion right now? Is there an underlying need or concern that I need to address? Sometimes the mere act of understanding why you feel a certain way can lessen its grip on you. And it's important to remember that when you're experiencing anything intensely, this is a signal that you need to spend some time nurturing yourself. Offer yourself some kindness, just as you would a friend in distress. Whether it's soothing words, a comforting cup of tea, a walk sitting on the balcony, people watching, or Tara Brack shares that she likes the words, it's okay, sweetheart. And I really like that expression as well. So it's one that I tend to use. But find whatever works for you. Experiment and see what actually works. If you find yourself regularly overwhelmed by emotions, do some central nervous system support activities on a regular basis, as I've shared in this episode, or find others that resonate better with you. Basically, what you want to do is you want to be able to calm yourself down and feel more relaxed. So remember that experiencing intense emotions is a part of being human by approaching moments of intensity with mindfulness and self-compassion, you can navigate them more smoothly and emerge with a deeper understanding of yourself. I want to share a personal experience. I was doing something like rain on a feeling of sadness or grief that sometimes feels overwhelming for me. And I was amazed to discover that the feeling of sadness isn't as harsh as I thought it was. It was actually like sitting with a close friend. So be open to what you'll discover from doing rain and from sitting with yourself and being able to experience your emotions. As you explore these practices for yourself, I hope that you'll find them useful. Integrating them into your daily life means creating a routine that regularly nurtures your emotional well being. So let's explore some ways to do this. Start by setting aside a specific time each day for emotional self-care. This could be a few minutes in the morning to practice mindfulness, going for a walk at the start of the day, or spending some time in the evening reflecting on your day and processing your feelings. In the Life Coach School, which is where I have my coaching certification from, we are taught to do a brain dump every day. The process is simple. Get everything out of your head and onto your paper. For some of you, you might need a time limit. I find that it sometimes takes a little while for me to get going, but then if I just free ride, it's amazing the things that come up. If you want to find out what to do next or how to do this, I'd love to work with you. This can be a form of journaling and a powerful tool for emotional self-care. It's a powerful way of tracking your emotional patterns over time. You can reach out to me, contact at changesbigandsmall.com. For the purposes of this podcast, you can pull out one feeling to do rain on. Also, as you go through your day, incorporate rain. Perhaps when you feel a strong emotion, you can take a few minutes to use rain. Making this a regular practice can profoundly impact how you experience emotions and as often as you want, utilize the central nervous system support activities we've discussed. Maybe it's deep breathing during your work break or a mindful walk after lunch or a warm bath before bed. Sometimes even a food soak with some magnesium can be really nice. Find what resonates with you and make it a part of your day. By weaving these practices into your daily life, you're not only caring for your emotional health, but also building resilience and enhancing your overall quality of life. So now it's time for one of my favorite parts of each episode, the invitation. This week's invitation is the emotional self-care daily practice. Each day choose one activity that supports your emotional well-being. It could be practicing rain during a stressful moment, taking a few minutes for deep breathing or journaling your thoughts and feelings. Try to do it at the same time every day to build a habit. So maybe it's when you wake up or maybe it's right before you eat lunch, for example. At the end of the week, reflect on how this practice has impacted your emotional landscape. And I'd love to hear what your experience is. You can comment on Instagram or email me, contact at changesbigandsmall.com. So as we wrap up today's episode, remember that emotional self-care and caring for your central nervous system are fundamental to leading a balanced and fulfilling life. The practices we've explored today are tools that you can use to navigate your emotional world with ease and understanding. I hope you'll take the invitation to feel your emotions and to take care of your central nervous system so that you can fully experience, fully be in your life. In our next episode, we'll look at the role of time in your relationship with yourself. We only have three more episodes left before ending this series. So if there's something that you'd like me to get into, please reach out and let me know. And if you'd like to have a one-on-one coaching experience with me as you walk through this series, send me an email, contact at If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please share it with more people by leaving a review. If you have a question or you want to be a guest on the show, reach me. I've sent the email several times in this episode. Contact at changesbigandsmall.com or send me a message on Instagram, Small. Remember, change begins with one small step. Have a great week.